I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. I have an amazing guest on today, and I'm excited to introduce Tracy to you. But before uh, we bring her on and start chatting, I'm going to give you a little bit of background about what Tracy does. Her name is Tracy Plushcourt, and she's the founder of Self Made You and the host of Secrets of the Self Made podcast. She helps men and women create self made health, wealth, and wellness through life coaching. Tracy has mastered and now teaches the critical skills necessary to manage your mind and overcome any obstacle, including overeating, over drinking, time management, career and relationship changes. Just a few years ago, Tracy was a successful advertising executive stifled by the rigorous time consuming demands of the corporate world. She traded in her 20 years of advertising to pursue her real passion, life and weight loss coaching. Tracy is a student of her own work and has stopped overeating, over drinking, and created a multi six figure business while mastering metabolic health. Today, Tracy coaches people all across the country who want to become a student of themselves and do the same trans transformational work. Tracy dedicates her work to ambitious lifelong learning learners yearning for answers and seeking a better way to create the results they desire and deserve. She instills confidence and a call to action that leads to unlimited wealth and wellness. Welcome Tracy Plushcourt to the podcast. Thanks Heather. Thank you so much. That was a mouthful. <laughs> I know and I love it. it, but you know, it's, you have quite the amazing, you know, you've done quite a few things. It's great. And you help so many people. And before we do that, I am going to do my icebreaker question for you, which is right. what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? I'm so glad you asked me that. I've listened to other podcasts. I'm like, I hope she asks me this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and it's kind of funny because I'm always coaching my clients on how to find the alternatives to their trigger foods. And, you know, there's just something about a peanut butter cookie that I, I cannot find an alternative <laughs> to that. Like there just is no alternative. I love it so much. And then if you combine it with chocolate, it's like that much better. I, most people know me as having a trigger food to Reese's peanut butter or having a oh. trigger to Reese's peanut butter cups. Like, Oh, they're my favorite. That's favorite the best. Food. That's that's it right there. Oh, yeah. Like, but if I had to name a cookie, it would definitely be peanut butter cookie for sure. Like maybe the tag alongs for girl scout cookies. Oh yeah. Yum. I yum, eat yum. them like sushi. I'll just <laughs> eat a whole box. It's sitting. It's terrible. Yeah. I keep them in the fridge. Peanut butter and chocolate is definitely like, I watch, um, survivor and they have all these, those food like temptations. Like, can I tempt you to stop with this? I'd be like, yes. If it's peanut butter and chocolate and I have to eat it with my dirty hands, just like they do. I'm like, I would be in all in yeah, game over. Right. <laughs> and the globs. And it's just, that's my favorite food too. Like I can't now I do have a really great peanut butter gluten-free recipe. That's actually pretty good. It's made with maple syrup. I will oh, send it yeah. to you. Uh, okay. It's a good alternative. It uses the natural peanut butter, but every time I make them, they are a little dry, but they do really get your hankering. So get close. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'd love I love me like a Tiff's treat peanut mm -hmm. butter cookie, like shout out mm -hmm. to Tiff's treats. I love that's my favorite. Um, me too. Me too. So, 
yeah, woman after my own heart. So um, you're a mom. Uh, tell us a little about where you're from and uh, a little bit about your family and get oh. to know you a little bit. Oh, I'd love to. All the podcasts, they always want to get right down to the business. And I, honestly, <laughs> I can talk for days about my family because my kids are at that stage where I've really like learned to appreciate them at so many different levels. Like I so appreciated like the toddler stage and I really appreciated like their school year stages. And now they're both in college and my son is going to graduate from college in May. And now I get to appreciate them as young adults. And I have this different relationship with them now that is so fun. Um, you know, they both really enjoy watching me grow my business and they really enjoy watching me impact other people's lives. And now they're both kind of their own little entrepreneurs at heart. They're both taking entrepreneurial courses. And my son keeps asking me all about what's it like to be a life coach. And I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's available to you too. If, if this is something that kind of floats your boat and there's not a lot of men out there that are in the profession. So it's so fun to have them see me through a different lens than just a mom. And, um, and they, they do come to me for advice. And, um, I think they maybe, <laughs> maybe respect my advice a little bit more now that they know that I kind of do it for a living. Um, right. So yeah, they are just my absolute pride and joy. And then I, I have, you know, I have a better half, my husband, um, that I've been married to for over 25 years. And wow. yeah, we're, we now are kind of getting into that stage where, oh my gosh, my son's going to be graduating. He goes to a private school. So mama is getting a pay raise this Yeah. Spring. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's just, it's, they're just awesome, awesome, awesome people. But I, I have listened to other podcasts of yours where the moms are, you know, you, you guys connect on this level of having the younger kids and really like, um, inspiring one another with, you know, tips and tricks and things like that. And I thought about that for a minute. And I think, um, one thing that I have really seen my kids and it's just really generated a lot of respect for them. Um, is that they, they give people so much, I guess, respect. I like, they listen so intently and they really have um, a lot of compassion for where people are at. And I love that about them. Like they are so objective in their thinking. They don't tend to like jump into drama. They, um, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just really like, I respect them so much and I see that in them. And one of the things that I used to think when they were little, like I'd go pick them up from school or even early childhood, like their little preschool classes. And one thing that occurred to me really early on as a young mom was I want that first impression when they see me like walk through the door, I want that first impression to be excitement. Like I want them to feel how excited I am to see them. And so right. I would always like, be like, <gasps> like my facial expressions were always that of excitement. Like I, and it's so funny. I now see them do that to other people. Like they come across somebody and they're like, hi, it's so good to see you. There is no like mundane, like we're just doing, you know, day in, day out. It's like, 
they show that enthusiasm and it's just, it's such a great way to connect with people. And I just have so much respect for them because they do that on the consistent and it's just, you know, that'll never, ever fail them. That will serve them so well throughout their entire life. And then they'll teach their kids to do that through modeling that behavior. And it's, it's really, really cool. So kids are great mirrors and they're, they're great reflections. So you see the good, you see the bad. I mean, yeah. I'll hear my kids like right now, my kids have been stuck at home since like for a week. And so they're starting to really get at each other and they're getting nasty with each other and some of the tones that they say. And I think I walked in on one of them today and they were just like, go to your room. And I was just like, oh boy, like, do I sound like that when I get like, so you start thinking like, where would they pick that up? Or you start hearing the tones and you're like, oh, wow, I need to back up on that one and and make some changes there. And sometimes I'll see uh, like Eliana, my daughter, she um, took her little brother to the bathroom yesterday while we were waiting. And I went and they were taking forever. I was like, what are they doing? They're probably messing around in there causing trouble. And she's standing outside of the bathroom. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, Zachary's he's pooping. That's what to be honest, what she says, because he's, she's six and he's four. And I'm like, oh, and she's just like, I'm like, well, you don't need to be in here. Like she goes, oh, I don't want him to be alone. I'm waiting for my little brother. Like it's my, it's my job. And I'm just like, oh, so I've always said like, it's your job to take care of one, one another, no matter what to look out for each other. And so that just showed that. So there's a positive reflection. There's some negative ones, you know, things like that. Like when then she goes and she's like, you're taking too long. Let's go. I'm like, oh, that's the other way that I right. sound. <laughs> right. The offset, you can kind of take the good with the bad and then know that sometimes the bad could turn into some trending TikTok, right? <laughs> you never know. I had one that went really well. I was wearing a crop top and I walked in and my son was like, your shirt's too small. And I'm like, what? And she, he's just like, I can see your belly button. And I'm just like, oh, well, how does, how does that make you feel? And he's like, you need bigger shirts. <laughs> and I caught it on camera and he comes over and he pokes at my belly button. He goes, your belly button. And it was the funniest thing. And people thought it was hilarious. And so I think embracing those things uh, mm-hmm. is, is a big, big one. I've got one coming up. I sat on something yesterday. I have no idea what it is. Um, it's brown. I, it's chocolate. I know it is, but the fact that I had to like, look at it for a minute, <laughs> but those are the types of creativity that comes out with kids. And so, uh, they're a joy to have it's their yeah. pain in the butt when you're stuck. But, um, I know that it does go fast. Like your kids are, are grown and, uh, you're seeing things that you modeled for them now, which is just probably a really great reward and f- like fulfilling for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, both of them have like been through my program, my self-made mind and body program. And it's, it is a transformation on all levels. And I always think, you know, where would I be today if I would have had that knowledge at their age? Like when you're transforming on a metabolic level, that equates to longevity. Like, yeah. How do you argue that? Like, those are skills. That's knowledge that is so powerful and it's going to have a really dramatic result on your life as well as the people that you love their life. And so, yeah, I love the fact that they've been open to, um, kind of that level of education at kind of relatively young ages. Most of my clients are not their age. So I think that's really cool. 
So let's dive in a little bit more what that means. So tell our listeners exactly like what you do. And you just mentioned like metabolic rate and uh, level and things like that. So explain a little bit more uh, about your program and, and how you help, because I have to say right before we jumped on to record, like we were just having a conversation and I already, you already gave me lots of great advice and we knew each other five seconds. And so it's, it's fantastic on how you can just see through. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, so like I said, I'm a life coach first and foremost, and ironically, I've always, I come out of the world of advertising and I have a heart. I have a huge soft spot for women who want to start purpose-driven businesses. So that's kind of where my coaching, you know, that's the genesis of my coaching. I coached women for three or four years in that kind of arena. And at that time I was going through my own personal weight loss journey. And I was trained as a weight loss coach as well. And it wasn't something that I ever saw myself doing, going into mm -hmm. weight loss. Like being the competitor of Weight Watchers was never on my <laughs> dream list or my right. goal list. But ironically, as these women saw my transformation kind of play out via social media, I started getting more and more people asking me to be coached in that, on that topic. And it's fascinating how everything that you want to achieve or anything that you struggle with, it all starts at the level of your mind. So it didn't really matter if I was coaching women who wanted to start or grow purpose-driven businesses. If there was a challenge that they were up against, you always start at the level of your mind. And then there's a framework that I teach people. I call it mind math. It's the thoughts that you're having are generating an emotion in your body that has you behaving in such a way that creates your result, period. That's how the framework, we kind of live our life in that framework minute by minute. And so I teach people, here is why you're getting the current result. And once you have the awareness of that, then you're empowered to make a decision on whether you want to change that or not. And if you want to become more intentional and not just, you know, on default, kind of run through your day, let allowing your primitive brain to make all of these decisions. Once you make that intentional decision to actually take control of your thinking and feeling, that's when you start like moving mountains, like that's where you start overcoming your biggest obstacles. And that's when you start creating things that you never thought possible. And so the framework that I was teaching these women who wanted to start and grow businesses could completely be like, it, it could be translated into the same framework that for the people who wanted to lose weight. And I happened to love metabolic science. And so one of the concepts that I teach is we make our decisions from data, not drama. Ah. <laughs> when you make your decisions from drama, it usually doesn't end real well. No, and that's so, an emotional response. You need to make yeah. a, a nice object, like subjective or is it objective? Yes. Objective. objective. Yes. 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 And yeah. so I could, I could relay that into weight loss so easily. And I could also lend that to let's look at your, your metabolic health and we can measure that. We can quantify that through 
taking your blood, looking at your blood glucose levels and how often they spike, that translates into how insulin dependent or insulin sensitive you are. We can look at how well you make ketones and the ketogenic diet is such a big trending diet. Oh yes. But why, you know, and so I teach all of that. So I teach the metabolic side. It's, it's incredibly comprehensive. It's a six month program, but it teaches you how to transform emotionally, mentally, physically, and metabolically. And so it's, it can be intense, but when I say these people transform, it's, they come in, I hook them with the promise of fast and forever weight loss. And what they get out of it is like a major transformation where they're overcoming things that they knew to be problematic, but they're now on to like bigger goals that they never even, it wasn't even on their radar. They were most of the the women that come to me, they're dealing with brain fog. They're dealing with like low energy moodiness and then they're overweight, you know? And so once that has been taken care of, it's amazing how you start like looking ahead and you're like, actually, this is what I've always wanted to create for myself, but I never thought it was possible. And then we go after that. And then that's what like really lights me up. It's like so fun to watch people achieve weight loss that they never thought possible. And then to go on to these bigger things and start like, you know, doubling incomes, tripling incomes, growing teams. Like it's, it's cool. It's so cool. Because like, you know, like you said, it all starts somewhere and it probably starts different places for others. Majority of the time you said metabolic because in health and wellness, and that's my background. It's, it's all about what you put in your body, but also why you're putting it in there. Like, are you eating it because you're bored or is it because your body's craving it because you haven't eliminated the sugar? Cause it's very, very addicting. Or is it because you're just eating at the wrong time of day and you're not letting your brain catch up all these different things. And for me personally, like I don't eat when I'm stressed. Like I actually have no appetite. I lose weight like crazy. If I'm, if I'm stressed, like I'm, I'm the opposite, but I do know people that are like super stressed and they stress eat and they can't stop. And then like my, like I always say my eight-year-old, he's always eating, but I still watch it. Cause I'm like, are you eating? Cause you're bored. Are you eating? Cause you're stressed. Like, I don't know. He's eight and we're going through a lot of personal stuff. And so I watch, but he's constantly eating. And it's just like, well, he's also eight and he's a boy. So trying to figure that out, but everyone has their reasonings and maybe they're depressed or maybe there's got, they got a lot going on. And so getting to the root of that first is very important. Yeah, that is such a good point. And I, that's something that I find to be really fulfilling that, you know, I can teach my clients kind of, um, that framework, but what I know is to be true is that it's not only going to impact them mentally, emotionally, metabolically, it's going to have an impact on their family because from a mental and an emotional standpoint, if they don't know better, it giving the exact example that you just gave, you know, you could go grab that cookie out of his hand and be like that, you know, that's a food that you shouldn't be eating or you shouldn't be eating because you're bored. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to take that narrative and like make meaning of it. I'm bad or cookies are bad, you know? And it's like, is that really the way we want our kids to grow up thinking that they're bad because they chose to eat a cookie? No, we want to teach them that, you know, what is it that you're feeling and how is that driving your behavior? And 
And here's the game changer. Do you want that result? And obviously at a very young age, they <laughs> might, they might be like, uh, yep. I, yeah, want I want that, that cookie. Oh. I want that cookie. Yeah, I do. At eight in the morning. They get a little older and their, their <laughs> brain matures a little bit. You can actually kind of reason with them and show them, you know, that how they might be reacting to a feeling and that if they had the wherewithal to actually respond to the feeling versus react, they might start getting, you know, more well-intended results. And that's, that's the crux of it all. It's keeping control, not teaching our kids that, you know, to be reactive and to create this world for themselves where they feel like they have no control and that everything is black and white, good and bad, right and wrong. That's not going to serve anybody. It's like, let's kind of get back into the, and what's the third option that actually makes you feel satisfied, right? Instead of good or bad or right or wrong. Right. So because that, that's, that's a lot of people bring that food, like, you hear all that all the time, like guilt, guilt-free. I, I indulge. No, mm -hmm. live, live. Right. If you have a, I mean, I'm trying to mainly teach nutrition with my kids at this point. Like, you know, you don't eat cookies for breakfast. Now I'm like, I'll eat, I used to eat ice cream for breakfast as a kid. Like, who am I to say like, Hey, why not? Who says, yeah. you know, it can't, but you try to instill like, no, let's have some like healthy help. Like, pick something healthy. When I say healthy, something from the refrigerator that, you know, can go bad, uh, you know, but you're not trying to say like, you're bad because you want a cookie. It's like, no, no, like you need to have something more wholesome first. And so teaching, teaching them that, but there are people that will bring that to adulthood where it's like, I feel bad eating it, but they eat it more because they're depressed or they're fighting off that, that personal emotional mm -hmm. side of things. Yeah. Often they're doing that because they, they don't think they have a choice. They, they feel like they're like doing something almost against their own will. So mm -hmm. you giving that example about asking your son to make, or your kids to make a choice, like pick something that's huge to like empower them with choice. And then to like, kind of like affirm that choice and asking them, why did you choose that? So that you make sure that they like their reasons. Cause that's a huge skill for us as adults to even create for ourselves is asking yourself, why did I make that choice? And do I like my reasons? It starts to extinguish guilt and shame. And if we can instill that in our kids at a young age, that's huge. So kudos to you. Oh, thank you. I was just thinking, well, I was just like, let's just eat an apple and then you can have the cookie, but like, let's eat an apple first. It makes me feel a little bit better about my parenting skills. And like, I'm not just shoving like cookies at, like or making things accessible. Cause I mean, the kids are getting what they need. It's just when it comes to nutrition and, and habits, like we talked about this earlier, like modeling behavior, it brings this later. And so working with people with mental blocks or just childhood. We all have stuff from childhood, depending on if it's more extreme or the other, but we all bring something and that might not always surround itself with food, but typically that's where it goes. Like, Cause you have to eat everyone eats. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's not something that, you know, you, we talk about being addicted to sugar, like you're addicted to alcohol or addicted to drugs. Well, you know, if we're talking about food versus alcohol or food versus drugs, food is something that you need to sustain. You know, we need it to live, right? So cutting off altogether 
alcohol or drugs, you know, some people will argue that's much easier than cutting off food, figuring out how to cut out food, right. Or certain types of food. So, um, yeah, but it's food's an addiction. Like there's, there's, Absolutely. I mean, there's plenty of things that you can, I mean, sugar is terrible, terrible. It's very, very addictive. I mean, I have a sweet tooth, but it's also because I don't cut it out enough to where my body doesn't want it. Like if I detox maybe, but, um, I, I can control myself, but there's others that are like, if they're fixed, they can't. And so then that's when you have to do that big, you know, overhaul, but food is an addiction too. You know, there's reasons why they make pantry locks. I mean, I need one to keep my eight-year-old from cutting my four-year-old in the climbing, climbing shelves to get them what they need. I've got a, so I have a camera, like a little segue. I got a camera in my pantry and, uh, I've caught them quite a few times just cause I was just curious, like they're super quiet in the morning. They know that if they get up super early on a weekend, they'll let me sleep a little bit like till like seven 30 or eight and I'll come in and I'll see them and I'll just, there's stuff on their face. And I'm just like, okay. And I'm just like, Oh, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? They're like, we haven't had breakfast yet. I'm like, Oh, are you sure? Are you sure about that? Like, and they didn't really know there was one in there for a while. Um, and I'll move it. Cause I've caught them where my daughter will climb up and she'll turn the camera. And then like, so clearly I see, and then I see my oldest, like come back and turn it back. Like an hour later, it's like, okay, they found it. They're also, they know that I can see, but I caught them one time going and I had, I think I have a little TikTok out there with it. Uh, they found the cameras are crawling across like, like on the hallway. And they're trying to die, like dive the camera, I think. And it's <laughs> night vision. And so then they go into the pantry and they're looking and they're trying to figure out because I keep everything up high or covered. And then he goes, I catch my oldest going to the fridge and getting the Hershey syrup. They go back into the pantry. He starts chugging the Hershey syrup in the pantry. And then he <laughs> takes it and takes it back. And you can hear on the video, don't tell mom don't tell mom. And my four-year-old is just like, do, 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 do. and I was just like, Oh man. So I didn't check it till like two days after that had happened. And then I was like, Oh, that's what was on his face. And he had no idea that there was a camera in there. And so when I went, I said to him like, okay, like just, just come, come clean, man. And he knew, and he looked at me like, how does she know this? I'm like, mom knows all. Yeah. So let's right. just assume there's cameras everywhere, which I don't want him to feel watched. But uh, I was like, and what did you say on your way to the, the fridge? And he like did this big huff and he was like, <sighs> and he like looks down at the ground and he goes, don't tell mom. <laughs> well, at least you're telling me the truth. So I can't get yeah. mad. But I'm like, dude, like don't chug Hershey syrup. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I totally did that as a kid. Yeah. Well, you need the cameras because that's going to be kind of like your your right-hand man, because here's the deal. You're outnumbered, A, yeah. and B, B, they're in cahoots, so. <laughs> 100%, and they, my poor four-year-old is just trailing behind. He's just doing whatever they is that they're doing. One of them's like standing, it, then they got on, and so my eight-year-old was standing like in the hallway off camera, but he kind of came in and he's like telling them what to do off camera. So he, it's so funny and he doesn't realize there's sound to it. So I can hear what's <laughs> happening. And he's just like directing them on what to do. And they're just telling my poor four-year-old 
And I'm like, guys, he's your little brother. Like I get, he's doing all the dirty work for you. It's not his fault. Like, like, yeah. He's, he's in just, yeah. And I always say like, be the example, you know, just show him what you're supposed to do. And I think that my oldest is acting out right now and doing all things that he shouldn't and he knows he shouldn't and we're going through tough times so i'm hoping that that's a phase but i also want to teach him that you can't just because you're going through a hard time is not an excuse for you to act or behave badly or do things that you know you're not supposed to because it just gets you into trouble anyway and then i gotta get mad and then he gets in trouble and so trying to maneuver that has been my my challenge these days is with him yeah. Well, and finding out, you know, what's leading to that behavior. I, if you just, if you follow my framework of it's a thought that always generates a feeling and the feeling that the vibration that runs through your body is what has you behaving. It drives behavior. So whatever his behavior is, say he throws a temp, temper tantrum, you can, you know, throws himself down on the floor, stomps his foot or slams a door, you know, that kind of behavior if you, you can get to the root cause quite quickly by asking him like, okay, well, tell me how you're feeling. And if he says, you know, I'm so mad at you, mom, because you yelled at me. So he's having a thought, mom yelled at me. He's probably, there's probably, that's kind of the pretty thought. There's something right. underlying, like mom doesn't like me. Mom thinks I'm bad. Mom, uh -huh. whatever mom likes brother more, you know, something to that effect. He's his little mind is running wild. He's making meaning of that. And that's what's generating this feeling of frustration or anger and has him acting out. Now it's, I think it's worth asking him, you know, what he's feeling. So, so you can start to kind of draw the connection for him to see, you know, this is what's making you behave this way. Not that every kid really cares, but I will say it'll help you as a parent, like understanding that framework, it'll give you a little bit of like, okay. You know, it, it gives you more understanding, a little bit of compassion that it's a thought. It's kind of a thought error that he's looping out on that's generating that feeling. And so right. it just gives a little bit of space from keeping you from reacting, right? Because as right. a parent, I'll be the first to admit, you know, kid has temper tantrum. I would, I would react with a some sort of ultimatum, threat, whatever, you know, right. throw them in the room. And if I if I would have just had, you know, that clarity to respond with like, okay, let's let's understand what's driving that behavior. What's the feeling and why? He's, he's having this thought. And if you can just kind of make sense of it, it's so helpful. And sure. that's, I think, going right back to modeling that behavior for our kids. That's the skill that if they can kind of grow up with, it will make such a difference in their life. Like their relationships will be so different. It's night and day. If you can learn to respond, like I love the word responsibility. I People ask me, what does self-made mean anyways? Cause I'm always wearing my self-made hat. Right. I'm like all that means to me is you take responsibility for your results, period. You're taking responsibility for the actions, for the feelings that you're having, for the thoughts that are generating it, the unintentional and the intentional, I take responsibility for it all. And if you break that word down, it's the ability to respond. The ability mm. to respond. And so 
instilling that in our kids, the ability to respond versus react, you know, knee-jerk reactions don't end well. When you respond, when you're intentional, you're, you're thoughtful, that changes everything. The results are so dramatically different. And that's a skill set worth instilling, worth helping our kids evolve. And it's certainly there's, you know, you're never too old to, to start that practice in anything that in your life. hundred percent. Cause I think just because you are trying to parent kids now that will come into play with relationships with friends, family members when they're older too work yeah. relationships, possibly. I mean, you can apply that really anywhere because everyone has our human, right? So we're all going to be wired similar, similarly in that aspect, right? No doubt. No doubt. I mean, this has been, I mean, I got like a little, little coaching right there. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pardon me because I, I like I, it probably to my, yeah, my fault. It's like, I, can't help it because I love the framework so much. And I know that it helps people so much that, yeah, I tend to kind of live my life in that framework. <laughs> and so no one can, so I don't use the video. So for those listener listening behind you, you have CTFAR. So is that what you mean by framework? I see circumstance, yeah. thoughtful feeling action and results. results. Yeah. Yeah. So I am a student of the life coach school. That's where I got my life and weight loss certification. And, um, that's the framework that they teach that I have brought forward. I call it mind math because I think if you can solve for the mind math that's happening, it's just, it's just a simple formula. And um, you can see how unintentionally that'll play out. And then when you decide to be intentional with your thinking and feelings, you can see how that plays out. And so it's very visual. I'm a very visual person. Oh, yes. so I love that. Yeah. I, I, so I literally live my life in this formula. I kind of think, you know, we have 60,000 on average, 60,000 thoughts a day, wow. which then therefore is generating 60,000 emotions, which therefore has you, you know, reacting or responding or not acting, you know, could be an inaction 60,000 different ways. So if you just kind of neutralize it and be like, this is the way my brain was created to work, you know, unintentionally, I have that primitive brain that reacts. And I like to teach my clients to develop the prodigy brain, the, the, more, the prefrontal cortex that can make decisions. Mm -hmm. It has a choice. And so that's the kind of the yin and the yang of it. It's Unintentional is usually the result of your primitive brain and intentional is the result of your prodigy brain. And so it, like I said, it can be applied to absolutely anything in your life, weight loss or longevity or balancing out your hormones or, or healing relationships, whatever, whatever it is that you need at that moment, that framework can absolutely be applied. Well, you're hired. I, you know, I need a life coach. I'm coming to you because you are just full of knowledge and it's just, you're so calming too. And it's just, it makes so much sense. I've taken some parenting classes and things and they talk about the frontal cortex, frontal lobe where like, and they do it like, again, if you're, you can't see me, but like, if you're flipped and you have your, you know, I'm, I can't holding up before, like when their frontal cortex is flipped, there's no, like, that's like the tantrum. Yeah. Once they're flipped, like there's no getting through. That's it. Like it's, it's over. You have to bring them back down and calm and once they're calm, then they can start processing information and actually 
make decisions, maybe that prodigy brain. Yeah. The same yeah. kind of uh, it is. theory. Yep, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly it. And um, yeah, I applaud you for like diving in and understanding that so that you can make an impact in your children's you know life. But it also, of course, it helps you like navigate through those moments, like the things that you're going through in your life, like having that understanding can never hurt anybody. So, but knowledge is power. You got to go out, like, you know, joining my program. Yes. Majority of my clients get, they get fast weight loss results because of the framework that we implement and they do keep it off forever, but that's, it's not a silver bullet. You got to be willing like to do the work. Yeah. In my bio, you said, you know, she attracts lifelong learners. That is so true. Like I attract people who are willing to take on, be open to this kind of new education, like this higher education. And it's a curriculum of yourself. It's understanding why you've always gotten the results that you've gotten and how by focusing on the mental and emotional pieces first, you can get new results. It's a curriculum of you and you have to be open to that knowledge. So I applaud you for doing that on behalf of not only yourself, but your children. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, how would one want to work with you or find you? I know that you also mentioned, um, your podcast and and the, what kind of things do you talk about, um, on the self-made you podcast and just tell us everything. Yeah. So the secrets of self-made it's of the self-made is, um, just a, it's a conglomerate of all of the people who have been through my self-made mind and body course. So they are like shining examples of what it means to be self-made. They have all sorts of different stories. And that's where you can really start to understand the power of that framework, because every one of them came to me because they wanted to lose weight and they all have these extraordinary stories outside of weight loss. So that's what that is. And then, um, if you want to know more about, um, my offer, my, my, either my six month program or how you could get one-on-one coaching, um, you can just go to selfmadeu.com. So www.self-made and then the letter u.com. And there's all sorts of different ways that we can work together listed on there. And I have a, I have a free app. My app is um, Self Made You. And um, you can take your first weight loss course for free. You just have to sign up on my website and we give you a coupon code to jump into that app and get started. So yeah, we'd love to love to see you there. Yes. And that code will be provided, um, in the show notes for, for the chaos and cookies listeners. And, uh, I encourage everyone to go and pick up that app and, and, uh, contact Tracy, because this has been a very, very, I love this conversation and you're just super lovely. And so just feel that energy and I want to hire you as my life coach. <laughs> Thank you. It's been so fun to get to know you. Like I, I've listened to your podcast and I think it's just, it's awesome. I love the people that you have on and I love all of the stories that you share. And so thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And thank you for being here. And, um, we had chatted earlier and you're going to be in town uh, soon. So hopefully we can connect. That would be super fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. cause you're up in Minnesota, snowy Minnesota at the time of this uh, recording it's February. So I'm sure it's freezing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. 
I mean, we think it's cold here in Austin, but I mean, nothing compared to the North. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that trip and we will definitely hook up. Yes. Well, thank you so much again for being here and thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast and go check out Tracy and all the goodness that she has. It's, it's truly an inspiring and, um, fascinating subject. So I, I really encourage you guys to go check her out and thank you again, Tracy, for being here. Thanks Heather. Thanks. And we'll, and we'll catch you next time on another episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.